Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Today, we have a fun show all about acknowledgement. And how is acknowledgement sexy? Why are we talking about it on the pleasure zone? Don't we usually talk about things like anal sex and blowjobs? Yes. And we talk about other things here on this awesome show, on this awesome pleasure zone on Inspired Choices Network. Why? Because there's so much more to pleasure than just the body parts slapping together. The body parts slapping together is pretty great too. And there's more to it. So one of the reasons I came up with this show, because I always have to justify the reason. Actually, they're 99.9% of the time, they are inspired by something that I've either uh, seen that week or been going through or thought about. And so the shows are generally inspired by uh, clients, friends, people that I've seen out and about. And um, the show's no different. So this show about acknowledgement and the gift of acknowledgement is really all about things that I've been seeing more and more in my, uh, my coaching clients. So acknowledgement, what does that even mean to like acknowledge somebody? Well, let's start with like when we're little, because when we're little, as babies, we seek a lot of attention in different ways. And what we're, you know, ultimately that's being acknowledged, right? So babies will cry and then they'll get acknowledged. Babies will do funny little cute things and get acknowledged, acknowledged, not acknowledged, but acknowledged is an interesting word. So you'll get acknowledged for doing different things usually. And somewhere, maybe around the age of two or three or four, you stop getting acknowledged for things. Even when you're like, two or three and you're being potty trained, you know, everybody acknowledges, yay, you pee beat on the potty. And we get like, if you're raised by people who love acknowledgement, you will get showered in acknowledgement for everything. Yay, you farted. You'll get acknowledged for literally everything and anything under the sun. And it can be fun uh, growing up because it's actually something that entices us to keep choosing it because people are saying, wow, look what you did. Good for you. Yay. So when does that stop? And my, you know, doesn't stop for everybody at around the age of two, but for a lot of people, it stops by the time you've done certain things. Like you've been potty trained, you can put on your own clothes. Um, and then somehow the acknowledgements just kind of disappear. However, those acknowledgements were actually what got us to keep going in the first place. They were usually things that would have us keep, keep trying to motivate ourselves to cry more, to get acknowledgement. Then we got acknowledgement that worked. Let's do it again. So as adults, we do it in different ways and we don't even realize we're doing it. And um, so one of the things I was doing my weekly readings today and uh, so I have a group of people that I do readings for every week, personalized readings. They're 
um, like intuitive, usually cards that I use. Sometimes I randomly pull out things like rocks or other things that inspire me that give me information. And I do these on a, a weekly basis for people personalized. I upload their recordings for them. And so I was doing that today. And one of the people uh, had the card of in tarot, it's called the hanged man, uh, traditionally called the hangman. And I was like, oh, this is very much like the martyr energy and seeing things in a new perspective, but it's very much like a martyr energy from the perspective that I learned it from and the energies that I get off of it. And I was like, oh yeah, so martyrs really are those people who require a lot of acknowledgement. And I thought, well, it's, that's good timing for the show. And so that, that was quite fun to be able to have that kind of energy included also in noticing that is like, how is it that we perpetuate this as adults uh, as we grow up, how do we look for and seek out acknowledgement in different ways and don't even know we're doing it? Sometimes we overdo things and becoming the martyr. I do for everybody and nobody does for me. And all those people want is some acknowledgement. Thank you for doing so many things for people, for me, for this, for that. And, you know, if you feel like you've been overdoing, 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 constantly like trying to get people to acknowledge you, and you're not being acknowledged. First of all, you got to acknowledge yourself. And now it just seems so logical. And part of this came from a few inspirations was that I've had clients talking about their partners not acknowledging them. And then I also had the inspiration of I was talking to another client about how um, when I was in my 20s, I chose to do a lot of strange things that I don't, I realize now a lot of people didn't do. I read parenting books to learn to parent myself. And I read a lot of books on like how to do things on relationships, but I geared them all towards me, right? So even if they, they talked about relationship, I swung it around and I made it about myself. So I did this a lot. And I just thought this is how, isn't this how people are approaching things? But I guess not. Uh, so I took out parenting books and then I learned to parent myself so that part of my healing journey at the time was I was, you know, going through therapy and I was going weekly actually to therapy for many years. And I was always showing up with like this and this happened. And then my therapist would say, when else has that happened to you in your life? And I would be like, when I was four years old, this thing happened to me and it was so sad and tragic. So it always came back to kind of like my parent relationship with the therapy I was doing at the time. And that's cool. And that was true for me. So I, I was like, well, if my parents didn't work for me in the way that I wanted them to, because I had an ideal for what they should be and how they should show up and they weren't showing up that way, I thought, what can I do for me that I can be my own parent so that I can show up for me? And so I, I read a bunch of books. I read stuff like, um, oh man, I read like, uh, the indigo children. I read uh, the crystal children when that came out. I read uh, how to raise a psychic child. I read some standard books on parenting as well. And, and I was a nanny for several years, three years. So I got a lot of parenting um, skills uh, like firsthand as the family that I worked with and for uh, referred to me as being a co-parent. So I had a different kind of energy in that family than a lot of other nannies or au pairs get. I had, you are a co-parent. So 
we approached the parenting from uh, that perspective with the kids as well. So I got to have firsthand training for that. And then also that brought up a lot of issues. So why I'm saying this is because it starts little for us for this desire for acknowledgement. And sometimes we get it and sometimes we don't. And for those of us who got some random, random acknowledgement growing up, it might not have been for the things that we were hoping to get it for. And then we got resentful and then we started to seek it from other sources and then they didn't give it to us. And then we started to try and seek it from other sources. And then we've been walking around feeling unfulfilled forever and ever, amen. However, that doesn't have to be your absolute truth. That can, ab that can change. There, is there are so many ways that you can change that. So using my own life as the example was that I, I went and I approached it from so where was I acknowledged in a way that I didn't really want to be acknowledged? And so I'll give you an example that when I was probably about um, four or five, my dad had this nickname for me, which um, I couldn't say as a little kid. Uh, and so his nickname for me is, is a Slavic word. It's a Serbian word, kuchka, which means little bitch. And so as a little kid growing up, I knew the energy of the word. I knew I didn't like it. And I also couldn't say it. So I would say, I'm not a Tutsa. And that turned into my nickname, Toots, which I had for many, many years. And I got acknowledged for something that I was not happy about. And it perpetuated and perpetuated and perpetuated. So sometimes you get acknowledged for things that you're like, that's not who I am. And that doesn't feel right. And that doesn't match me. And you, and you actually want to fight them on it. Um, although I, I do have bitch qualities for sure. So that wasn't totally off. It was, um, in a way that it wasn't, uh, a collaboration to me. And I would have liked it to be a collaboration. Like, would you like this as, as, you know, would, do you mind if we call you this, you know, that was never asked of me. It was just gifted. And, uh, yeah, it was their way of acknowledging me. <clears throat> so interesting. Right. And so moving forward, I, I was like, well, that doesn't work for me. So what does work for me is being acknowledged for things that I've achieved, things that I have worked towards. Um, like now, when I look at my life, looking back, there's a lot of things I was acknowledged for in ways that were not always the kindest. So I bring this up because as a parent, you might even acknowledge your kids for things that it's maybe not so kind, right? And you can put an energy behind it that belittles them, or you can put an energy of playful be playfulness behind it, which doesn't belittle them, and it just lightens the mood, right? So check out what you're saying and how you're saying it, because there can be a cruelty behind things when you say them in, in a way that's meant to be cruel. So uh, that and a lot of times we're just not even aware of it. So if somebody says, hey, that's not nice, don't like get don't turn into a jerk and laugh at them and go, yeah, whatever, you're such a wimp, blah, blah, blah. That happens too, right? We we have a kind of a low standard for kindness on this planet. That's how I would word it. It's like our bar for kindness is very low, and we could definitely up it so that we can have better communication. And then when we do acknowledge people, we acknowledge them for the things they would like to be acknowledged for and that they have achieved and that they feel confident in and that they feel good about, right? So 
you want to acknowledge things in people that are uh, like repeatedly giving them a, a habit that might help them into or guide them into failure, right? So my my dad, I'm going to bring my dad up again, because my dad is one of these characters who loves doing acknowledgement in the most twisted and demented way. So his, um, he still does it. It's his way of acknowledging and he thinks he's great at it. And I'm just like, yeah, dad, you got so much to learn, but it's all good. So his other way of acknowledging me would be to say, oh, you've had terrible relationships your whole life. And I'm like, well, that's an interesting acknowledgement. So sometimes people acknowledge you, but it's actually like a full-on criticism. Whether they acknowledge you in a way that's kind or in a way that's cruel, um, it, it is still a judgment on their part. It's their evaluation of you. So they're still judging you. But uh, some of us actually enjoy receiving some of the judgment of acknowledgement that is like, I see you. I see what you've done. I see the work that you've, uh, you know, that you've put forth. So it doesn't necessarily mean to say you're a good person or you're a bad person. It's sometimes it's just being the energy of saying, I see you. And how does that translate into relationships? Well, it translates huge. I was talking to another client this week about her son um, and she was saying, oh, my son is like always so loud and obnoxious and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, cool. Do you ever just sit with him and say, I see you and I hear you? And she's like, well, he knows I see him and I hear him. I said, if he did, would he be this loud? And would he constantly be trying to get your attention? And then she was like, well, I don't know. I said, well, go home and try it and see what happens when you actually say to your kid, I see you and I acknowledge you. I see you and I hear you. I see you and I hear you is very, very different than just assuming that the person is being seen and heard because you're standing in the room. But in fact, you're actually like dozed off and you're kind of like floating out of your body and you're not present at all. Acknowledgement requires you, requires you, requires you, requires you to be present with that person so that you can note what it is that they are being and showing you. So, for example, um, in, in our home, we do acknowledgement not on a hugely regular basis, but when we do, it's usually like a big deal. So, my husband, for example, when he acknowledges our daughter, he'll say, and it's rare, and she's just like, whoa, today Mike said that my art was amazing. And she's like, I just need to be with this for a minute. I'm like, cool. So he, when, when my husband gives acknowledgement, it's usually like a whoa moment because when he does it, it's, it, he truly is heartfelt and there's such an energy behind it that you actually there is actually this desire to sit with it and like soak it up, not like soak it up as in you're never going to have it again, but you want to soak it up because it's, it's such a, an intense gift of energy that you're like, yeah, I'll have that. I'll receive that. And, and I get to that, you know, a lot of times when somebody can gift acknowledgement and that kind of extreme energetic way that sometimes it gets rejected people brush it off so you know if you're acknowledging somebody and they brush it off how many times will you want to do that before they you know before they stop acknowledging you so receive it when it's given to you and sometimes that means to take that space and take that moment to sit back and just 
be with it. So we're going to do that right now. And I challenge you to be with this energy of me saying, I see you. I acknowledge you. And I'm here and I'm present with you. And be with that as we head to this commercial break and just be with the energy of what is it like to feel like you're seen, you're heard, you're acknowledged, and somebody's present with you. So we're going to head to our commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Today, I'm talking about the gift of acknowledgement. And what is the gift of acknowledgement? So for a lot of us, we may have lacked acknowledgement in our lives completely, and now we're seeking it. We're seeking it in different ways. We're seeking it from bosses. We're seeking it from the universe. We're seeking it from lovers. We're seeking it from our children. We're seeking it from our parents. And we're seeking it from everywhere. And usually, we're forgetting to seek it from number one, ourselves. So. How do you start with you? That's the question. I gave you some backstories earlier. So how do you start acknowledging you? And I mentioned a few things like getting present with yourself, getting present, period. I see you, I hear you. So I know that I said that tool prior to the commercial break. And I did it in reference to saying that to possibly your kids or somebody else. Now I challenge you to say it to you. So get in front of a mirror because this is usually quite helpful to actually see yourself so right now i'm on video and i can <clears throat> i can see myself right now 
and just take a moment, like take a good five seconds to take a breath in and a breath out just to kind of get settled with your body. It might take you longer to do some breaths in and out to get settled and just say, I see you. And it's quite fun to say it, like I see you. And I hear you. And I acknowledge you. So as much as we can desire it from other people, I'd also like you to, when you say, I see you, add some stuff to it. You can say, I see you, and then add, right? So what are you going to do? I see you. And for me, I'll say, I see you for your cuteness. And I see you for your humor. And I see you for your intelligence. And I see you for your quirkiness. And I see you for your flirtatiousness. I see, I see you for a lot of things. <clears throat> so what do you see in you? Start noting that. That's part of self-acknowledgement is noting certain things about you. And I see the bitch in me too. And I actually really like that part too, where when I was little, I didn't like it because people were making it wrong. And now I really enjoy the bitch side because it's actually quite fun to be able to choose it when I need it. So some of the things that you feel were insults when you were like growing up or something may actually be some of those things about you that people were acknowledging in a way that was like confusing and conflicting for you. And if you look at them go, yeah, so why was I so resistant to that? Like, what was that energy I was so resistant to? And is there any truth in that? Like, am I a bitch? Yeah, I am a bitch and that's okay. And I'm, and I can acknowledge that I have that side of me and that I can tap into it when I need to. Do I need to be a bitch 24 seven? No, but I actually used to be a bitch 24 seven because I was really trying to not be a bitch 24 seven. And then you just put your focus on bitch and that's all that comes out. So, although my husband may tell you different, I may be a bitch 12 out of 24 hours a day. And those are my waking hours. It's hard to say, I don't know. I like to think I'm not a bitch 24 seven or 12 out of 24. Um, it's hard to say. So <clears throat> it's usually how people interpret you anyway. So what is true for you in self-acknowledgement is what is true for you. And can you see anything in you? So well, sometimes I'll work with people and they're like, well, I don't even know. I can't see anything in myself. So one of the tools I actually work with with people when they can't see anything in themselves is I get them to do basically almost like an ink blot painting. Um, and I, I do have, I do have classes on these things. I would have like little workshops on these things. If that's something of interest to you, I can also do them individually. And I have done that with people individually to do an ink blot type painting so that you can look into it and see things about yourself. Usually when we go in with the question of who am I and what do I require being acknowledged? And uh, that'll come out in these ink blot type paintings. Um, I actually have one that I can grab on the next commercial and I'll show you guys on video the ink blot painting during the commercial. So I have many of them because I've done them for many years as, as one of my forms of healing. So then I'll look at it and I'll be able to see it. Like if I feel really stumped, I'll look at it and I go like, what do I see in here that I can't actually like cognitively figure out about myself? And these paintings can often assist me to reflect that. So 
that's one way you can do it. It's like, I can't see me. That's one thing. You can also ask for people's opinions if you need to and see what matches for you. Like, what do you think of me? And that's a, that can be a very vulnerable question to ask people. Are you willing to like give me a description of what you think of me? And some people are and some people aren't. And that's cool. Some people have no words for it either. So it's just an energy. They're like, I feel this about you. And you're like, okay, cool. They're like, oh, you're this and this and this. And, and you might go, am I? Am I really that? Um, okay, that's interesting that you see me as that. And then, and play with it. It's like, okay, so am I even 1% that, that I'm not even willing to see, but they can see? Am I 5% that? Is this like a majority of my personality that I didn't even realize that that's so much of who I am and I couldn't even see it? So asking people's opinions can be helpful. And at the same time, it's not 100% something that you have to buy into. It's an exploration of information. So people give you information. You don't have to take it as God's words, truth. You take it and you play with it. Hmm, this is true for me in this moment. Maybe, maybe not. And then you kind of work, work your way through it. So there are things that may not be true for you. And there are things that may be true for you. And then you just play with that. And then the things that you feel aren't true for you. This is um, actually, I really love the work of Byron Katie for this, who asked, she asked for main questions. Is this true? Um, you know, oh, I'm probably going to get the questions mixed up in their order, but is this true? How do I know for certain this is true? Without this thought, who would I be and what would I do? And then you turn it around. I believe those are the four. So I think what happens is that we, we start to have this information that comes in and sometimes we just take it as, oh, that's got to be true because those people know me, but don't. Is this true? How do I know for certain this is true? Without this thought, who would I be and what would I choose? And you can turn it around. So sometimes if somebody's like, yeah, you're a real jerk. Oh, is that true? How do I know for certain this is true? Okay, is it true that I'm a jerk? Maybe. How do I know for certain it's true? Well, 35,000 people wrote that on Twitter that I'm a jerk. Oh, then there must be some validity to it. Without that thought, who would I be and what would I choose? Oh, without the thought of I am a jerk, I might actually have the freedom to choose who I be in this like very moment. And then if I turn it around, I might have a turnaround as I have tendencies to be a jerk or that people are projecting their jerkness at me, or I, you know, there are some ways you can turn it around. So there's many, many different ways you can turn things around, but the turnaround is quite fun. So I love the work of Byron Katie for acknowledgement. It's really, a wonderful um, work to do. And for the life of me, I can't remember the name of her books, but if you look up Byron, B-Y-R-O-N, Katie, K-A-T-I-E, she has a lot of different books and then they all have reference to her four main questions that can turn so many things around. I've been working with a lot of her questions for about 20 years now, almost, yeah, thinking about it. So that for me was, like a bit of a door opener for self-acknowledgement. Then I've done a lot of other work too, but I have to say that part of my life's work has been about learning to acknowledge myself and learning to acknowledge what I'm 
who I am. What do I bring to the table? You know, because so many times I would think, well, that's not me. And everybody knows who they are, but I don't know who I am. I'm an ever evolving being for sure. So acknowledging that is helpful too. acknowledging for if you're somebody who, you know, you're looking around at all your friends and you're like, wow, how can they have like settled in their lives? And they well, they settled. That means they're not choosing greater for one. But, you know, how is it that they know what their career is and they have their homes and they have their families and they have all their stuff that everybody's supposed to be happy with and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and you know, acknowledge that that might not be your path right now. And that might not be who you are. And it might be part of who you are, but not all of who you are. So part of who I am is that I do happen to have, um, you know, a child in my life, she's my baby. And then I have a husband have these things they're things that i own no they're not they're beings in my life um, but, uh, yeah we often talk about them as if we have them what an interesting way to acknowledge somebody you are my husband i own you you are my child and i own you but technically legally this is true but i'm not going to get into that in this show because that would just take me on a tailspin oh it's adorable and uh, if we are lucky we own them but otherwise the government does such another whole story. So, 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 so let's look at acknowledgement from how does it work when you acknowledge your lover? So I gave you some tools, how to acknowledge yourself, look at different things. I see me and do it in the mirror and then do some, you know, ink blot type paintings so that you can actually see yourself from maybe a different perspective, ask other people and see if what they're telling you matches what is true for you. So why, why would we require this in our lives? So I say, start with you so that you can acknowledge you so that when you do end up in a lovership, that your lovership will have something that is uh, growth together rather than you seeking to have it fulfilled by somebody else. Yeah. And then I loved, I think it was Gary Zukoff who wrote about the, one of the first authors who wrote about the two holes coming together rather other than trying to complete the seed of the soul way back when another one of those books that I read for my own self healing that was actually related to working with others as well. So yeah, I think and I just did an interesting lot of self uh, awareness and self healing starting really young. I, I was like 19 when I started doing this for myself. So and there is no too young age. So you could start when you're three if you want, like my daughter did, or you can start when you're like born or yeah, so there's never, it's never too young for self-awareness and it's never too old for self-awareness either. So start acknowledging who you are and what you bring to the table. It will get you out of the definition of how you identify as I am a mom or I am a dad or I am this, I am a doctor, I am a lawyer, by all these definitions. It'll start to, to clear you of those definitions of yourself and starting to acknowledge the essence of who you are. Like, who, who do you be? Do you be kindness? Do you also be an asshole? Do you also be a bitch? Do you also be loving? So you can be all of these things. And if you acknowledge these aspects of yourself, you're in essence reclaiming parts of yourself that you've maybe exiled from your uh, life or you've tried to avoid. So you've put them aside. You've kind of hid them in a cave and you haven't let them shine or come out because you've you know created them as like trauma pieces in your being so you're like i don't want to see that it's terrible and sad so we're going to hide it but if we start to acknowledge it we can bring them forward and then they 
start to integrate as as you the self the being and so why do we acknowledge all these things is so that you can be more of you so you can actually be you know empowered standing confidently going yeah i'm a bitch that's how i be at times right now i'd be a bitch in five seconds i might be something else so what if we didn't have to make all of those parts of ourselves wrong and we can just bring them to the forefront we can integrate them into who we are because oftentimes we don't have them integrated we've created a false separation so that we can create ourselves as broken or traumatized and then acknowledging them we'll start to bring them back and integrate them into our our, our self so uh, we're, why we're going to do that is so we can have better time on this planet in this embodiment that's why and this next segment coming up we're going to talk about how that plays out in relationships and loverships with um, with people so stay tuned you're listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices network and we'll be right back after this commercial are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives what if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone on the pleasure zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools inspiration and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com how wonderful would it be to carry your favorite inspired choices network host with you throughout your day well now you can inspired choices network now has its very own mobile app our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and tv episodes our shows cover a wide variety of topics whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email. Info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. So for those of you watching on video, 
you will have seen, I kind of brought a painting in and that was the one that I'd mentioned when I was saying that I sometimes work with people uh, to acknowledge themselves. I get them to do paintings because some people are just like, I have no idea. I'm so lost and I don't know. So, and they don't usually use that voice, but it is a fun voice, right? So I don't know who I am, but please help me. So we, I don't even know where that comes from. It's probably an alien language. Um, so I get them to paint it out. Uh, and the beauty of these paintings is that you require no painting skills. It is literally a, an experience of energy. And you ask a question and then you follow through on that. So if you'd like ever to have that experience with me, uh, you can either do it in person or via video and we can paint it out. Um, I, do, I did have workshops prior to COVID on these things. And it is fun because you can use these type of paintings and then you can use them as meditations two as experiential meditations where you walk into the painting and get information. That's how I also teach tarot as well. Um, it's a method of, that I learned from one of my tarot teachers that you can expand the energy of things and immerse yourself in it. So this is one of the tools that I gained from them, like to acknowledge the teachers I've had in my life. And so I, I use it for these paintings as well. I expand it and I'll turn the painting in different directions. Uh, see what what direction it sits in that day because it can sometimes change and it's definitely switches up and then I'll walk in and I'll see oh like there's a landscape today and then I'll walk into it and see like what does it have to tell me and there'll be there'll be different information so today um, in in the painting I see a person here with like a, there's like a body and arms and feet and like wild hair. And I like walk in to this energy for me in this like five seconds, it's like being a wild woman. So what contribution can I be to the planet today is maybe being a wild woman, being able to be more free out of control, out of all of those things. So, and you see how that can happen really fast. That was like a three second message. And that is maybe the information that I needed is to acknowledge the part of me that's a wild woman. Hmm. the wild woman that likes to run free through my woods and free through my um property and just like run half naked or fully naked just like Wah! like a wild woman it's, it can be incredibly freeing and maybe this is the contribution that i can be for the planet today i have some time later to do that so that's fun it's it's damp out so it could be fun though um, to run half naked outside in the dampness. We'll see how it goes. I'm not giving you guys a time on that so that you don't like GPS my property and watch me do it because that would be really interesting. And I don't do that stuff for free. I'll tell you that much. So, so why do we do acknowledgements in relationship? Well, for me, I start when I started to do to acknowledge my uh, my lovers for the gifts that they be, it sort of surprised them at first and invited them into like a little bit of a different experience with relationships, creationships, whatever you want to call them. I like to call it when it's with my husband, I like to call it my lovership. I notice there's a word ship on all of them, but that's a whole other story that has to do with like laws of the sea, but we're not going to talk about that right now. So the creationship that I have. Yes, it's creation on a ship and it's lovers on a ship. It's a lovership. And I, the more I acknowledge my lover, the more he gets excited to participate in things. So it's like, um, 
so my lover husband, he is, he's in construction and he does all kinds of things. So when I acknowledge his brilliance for like what he's building for us, I'm like, wow, like you're just like, it's beautiful what you've done. Like you can just feel him receive it. And he's like, thank you for knowing that and seeing that about me. It's also one of his love languages is uh, to, to be act, to do acts of service. So for him being in construction and doing acts of service is just like he gets to live his love language so which is cool and and the more you actually live your love your you have all the love languages but the more you live your primary love languages as like the way that you be in the world the the more you have joy because you're doing the you know people say do what you love and you're like i don't know what i love i'm like well just like experience and how do you like to show love then you'll get to see what you actually like to do how do you like to show it how do you like to get it and then you'll figure you'll start to figure it out and from there you'll figure out um it trails off and if you need coaching on that if you like are really confused by what i just said cool connect with me and i can discuss that with you and we can do some quickie coaching if you need that or we can do some longer sessions whatever is required so Find me through my website at melitzajelenik.com. That's M-I-L-I-C-A-J-E-L-E-N-I-C.com. And when I feel like it, I also post things like classes and other things that I offer. But honestly, I usually just write to people who I know. And I'm like, hey, are you interested? And that's how I operate because I am not the most functional marketer in the planet. And so if you are interested in things that um, maybe I do or what I'm up to, you can sign up for my... my um, mailing list on my website and you you may get an email once every few months when i feel inspired to tell everybody what i'm up to that is not one of my fortes in life i acknowledge that <laughs> and you can acknowledge things that are your strengths and things that are not your strengths and when you know what your strengths and your non-strengths are then you can also invite other people in to assist you with your non-strengths so i I, in relationship, how does this work, right? This is what I wanted to talk about. And then I got carried away with words of relationship, creationship and lovership and blah, 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 and all those ships. So if you acknowledge your lover and you see them and you hear them and you are present with them, what do you think that will do for anybody in any relationship, whether it's your lover or your friends or your bosses or your children or whatever, name it. If you can actually see the person and you can hear the person, and even if you are deaf, you can still hear their communication. So it's not like an auditory hearing, it's hearing the, what they're trying to say, whether they're writing it or whether they're signing it or whether they're speaking it, it's irrelevant. That's still a hearing in my books and um, the presence that you're being with them. So if you're being all that, what would that, offer everybody else around you if you're willing to acknowledge them and say i see you and for all the things that i don't see about you are you willing to let me see those too because we often hide parts of ourselves from people and then we get mad at them for not seeing us aren't we adorable i want you to see me can you see me but can you see me and then we try hiding like little children by sticking our hands in front of us and like hiding behind doors and things and like but can you see me but can you and people are like i don't want to play the game of can i see you and hide and go seek just if you want me to see you let me see you so 
part of being acknowledged is being willing to be seen and willing to be heard and willing to be present. And one really great gift for me has been having this radio show to be seen, to be heard, to be present. It, it is a dynamic tool. Having your own podcast radio show gets you to be so present or you screw up <laughs> that well, it, it's a good challenge. So if it's something that you're like up for the challenge of being seen, being heard, being present, I invite you to actually go over to Inspire Choices Network and ask how do I get to be a host? What's required for me to be a host? And I, I encourage you to test that out as we're coming into the new year now. And how would it be fun for you to like jump on with a new experience in the new year, get yourself a podcast to be able to be seen, be heard and be acknowledged. And you start to be seen, heard and acknowledged by people who don't even know you, which is even more interesting, although they get to know you. As I found out, I've developed very strangely intimate relationships with people who are my listeners and are willing to like share information with me as I'm willing to share it with them. So it helps to have your barriers down when you want to be acknowledged. It helps to not hide, right? If you're hiding and you're like, no, I don't want you to know this about me because I don't want to know this about me. So when I wasn't like willing to know I was a bitch, I couldn't let other people know I was a bitch, even though 99% of the time I was being a bitch. And you get how that gets confusing and muddled. So acknowledge all the aspects of you, the parts that you think are fantastic and the parts that you felt were like insulting growing up. And as you start to go, okay, maybe I'm 1% that, or maybe I can choose to be that when it's required. You'll start to get how versatile you are and how all encompassing you are and how you're not actually defined by one thing. You're not just one, you're not just kindness. You can be a kindness and a bitch. And maybe being a bitch is kindness in that moment. So acknowledging all of these these aspects of you because when we have aspects and we have these different parts of us that we've kind of like segregated like this is a bad part of me and this is a good part of me then these things need to come together in order for you to show up as truly holy you instead of going no it's this is this and this it's like yes you can tap into that energy for five seconds if you require it and you can tap into this they are not separated they're all here they're all present they're all part of you so acknowledge all those aspects and then getting into bed with your lover will be far more dynamic because you can show up more and the more present you are the better you are able to respond physically your body can respond physically to have better orgasms to have more interaction with your lover to have more response in your body physically and then your lover can have that too because as you be that it actually invites others to be that because they can go oh that person's so present, that person's so chillaxed. And I've had clients say that. It's like, how can I feel so weird when I'm with you? Like, I feel so calm and I don't, I'm like, cause I'm feeling calm right now too. And I choose to be the dominant energy in my life. Now, if you choose to be the dominant energy in your life, you could be calm or not calm when you feel like it. So acknowledging too, like, where do you stand in your life? Are you the dominant energy in your life or is somebody else or something else the dominant energy? Is fear running you? Because that would be a dominant energy. Is anxiety running you? That would be a dominant energy. If you're being and you're kind of like just hanging out and like things are showing up, then you're actually being in the dominant energy and not everything else, like the emotional stuff that can get you um, confused and out of uh, feeling out of yourself. So we're heading to our next commercial break. 
You are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Milica Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com now back to the program welcome back my sweet sweet pleasure seekers today i'm talking about how we can use acknowledgement for like greater you know pleasure in our lives the gift of acknowledgement so what does it do for people it actually can inspire people to choose greater for them, right? When you're acknowledging somebody, you're like, wow, that's some beautiful. My daughter is a phenomenal artist. And when I see her art, I'm like, wow. And I just like my heart melts. And um, and she's been putting some stuff up on uh, Instagram too. So you can follow her, Ziva Christina on uh, Instagram. She's got some art. Well, her, her account's private, so she'll accept you if she wants to. And... <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so uh, there, there's one way to acknowledge um, something is to, to be seeing the person for some of their talents and skills. You can see them for who they be as well, the energies that they be, whether it was like I was saying earlier, being the bitch or the kindness, or maybe being the kindness is being the bitch, all that sort of stuff. Then when we bring it together as in partnerships, we we can use it as a tool to enhance our love for each other and enhance our gratitude and our intimacy in general, right? So acknowledgement is a great way of figuring out what another person requires in terms of intimacy too. It's like, I acknowledge you. And is there anything that you require? Because acknowledging the person will also see where maybe there is something else required. So you could acknowledge maybe they're, okay, I acknowledge that there's an emotion coming up. Is there something you'd like to talk about? I acknowledge that you didn't have an orgasm that last time. Would you like me to give you five next time? So acknowledging situations and people and whatever's going on gets you really present in the moment and then has you be able to evaluate the situation and, and start to figure out what you can do. It's not figuring, it's not like it's hard to do. And just start to ask some questions so you can get awareness on like, what can you add that will enhance everything, that will have everything show up a little bit more fun, a little bit more easeful, a little bit more graceful and pleasurable. So what can you add 
to your life. And that is an acknowledgement as well, acknowledging that you can add to your life, acknowledging that you can choose all the time. There's so many things that come into acknowledgement. It could probably be a thesis if I chose to make it one. So looking at, so the top ones are look at the places in your life where you felt you weren't acknowledged, start to acknowledge them for yourself, either through mirror work, through writing it, through doing some art on it, through asking people, if you're not even sure what's going on with you, ask people around you what they're aware of about you. See if that matches. Is it true? You can use those questions from um, Byron Katie to reflect on that, those four questions. You can also use other questions too, just to, to, to start to develop an awareness of yourself as well. And I think one of the, the key things is that as we acknowledge each other, we can show up more. You acknowledge yourself, you can show up more Then you acknowledge the other person, they can show up more. And if you're looking for somebody in your life as a partner that shows up more, start to acknowledge them for who they be and what they, what they bring to the table. I, you know, you can say something to the effect of, I'm really grateful that you're such a kind person. I'm really grateful that you're, you know, you contribute to my life. I'm really grateful for who you be. And so gratitude often throws into that that whole energy of acknowledgement too they kind of play together and then it all comes down to can that person receive it right so we do have that energy still that needs to be played with too is the receiving of the acknowledgement so remember to have your barriers down stop hiding from people seeing you so that they can acknowledge you so that you can receive their acknowledgement and the gifts they're offering you and the gifts the universe is offering you like I acknowledge that I live in a country where I have access to clean water and I am so grateful for that. So I acknowledge that, I chose that. I acknowledge my choice in that because I could have left and I acknowledge the, the fact that this is available and I'm grateful for it. So use those tools, they're very interchangeable. And how they are tools is that they enhance your life and they can assist you in building things. This is why they're called tools. They help you to build your life. And it's just people throw the word tools out randomly, but to me, a tool is something that can, that can be used so that you can build your life with it. And acknowledgement is a really great one. So I hope you enjoyed that and stay tuned in and turned on until, well, next year. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.